Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here and with me today to preview the 2023 Host Plus Sandful League season is Woodville West Times coach Jade Sheedy. Sheeds, how are you? Yeah, good Zach, how you going mate? Going well, thank you. Good to catch up with you, uh, well, just about on the eve of round one, suddenly of the Host Plus Sandful League season and... Uh, before we get to that and talk about the season opener which you're involved in, you must be really pleased with your trial match form because scoreboard alone, it looks pretty positive. Yeah, it's always um, hard to know what to take out of trials, I guess, Zach. But, yeah, we we'll progress through the trials, we think. Um, trial one against North, we went in with a fairly young side and, and North were the same and um, was really happy with parts of our game. Um, but probably wasn't good enough for long enough, as they say. So, and then and then West Adelaide um, was a real challenge for us. Westy's got a few numbers back behind the footy and tests us in different ways. And hmm. um, our last quarter against Westies, we moved the ball really well. So that was a little bit patchy as well. And, and, and credit to Westies, you know, they come out and played some really good footy in that trial. And then, yep. um, yeah, it sort of all come together a little bit. Last Friday night, you know, we sort of talked about as a playing group, let's focus on this last trial being our round one and, and mm. getting in a really good mindset um, and, you know, having some really good habits because it's hard to just flick a switch round one mm. if you sort of haven't taken that full intensity through the trials. So, sure. um, yeah, credit to the playing group. I thought that was as good as we played for a long time, albeit it was a trial, um, mm. you know, against a tough side like Norwood, and, and Norwood had some players out, we had some players out, so once again, it's hard to yeah. to read a lot into it, but was just really, was really happy with the intensity and, and the pressure that we applied and, mm-hmm. and the balance throughout our group, I thought, um, yeah, was really good, like I said, against a, you always know what you get against Norwood, they're tough mm. and, they, and they don't give too much away, so it was pretty happy that we could play the whole game out against a quality outfit. What's the mood been like at Oval Avenue across the pre-season, given that um, it's a very much a rarity that uh, the Woodville West Trines Football Club misses September action? Oh, really good, I think. Um, we haven't focused on that at all. Like, the fact that we didn't play finals hasn't really been mentioned. We we got to work early, middle of November, and um, we've changed a lot of things at the footy club. You know, as coaches, we... We sat down as a club. We sat down and and obviously looked at, at areas where we need to improve um, drastically, really. And um, and we've had a look at them areas. And we got to work with recruiting early. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. And sometimes with recruiting, it's hard because obviously you get back a row and and a Williams, and you you probably don't think you're getting any of them back. And then mm. Riley Collier Dawkins. Obviously, there was draft to get through and. So it doesn't all come together as quick as you'd, you'd like it sometimes, but it, it yeah. fell together um, yeah, pretty nicely in the end with the players we recruited. But our focus around pre-season was just on making sure we made every session count and, and we had some clear themes throughout pre-season. And mm-hmm. We tried a few, a few new things, which I think the players enjoyed, and we've changed the way that we're playing and changed the way that we've trained, and, um, which is a balance to try and keep the group motivated. You touched on the recruits, uh, really nice to get Jimmy Rowe and Zane Williams back to the footy club, they'll make an instant impact for you, I would have thought. Yeah, absolutely, they've been really good throughout the summer and throughout the trials, Zane's 
play a little bit higher as a okay. forward, and, and Rowie spent a fair bit of time in the middle of the ground, and you know we'll see him. We still want Rowie at times forward um, because we all know what a great goal kicker he is. He's a Cam mm. Farmer medalist, so but you know I guess Rowie needs to evolve into new roles as well, and that's his challenge and our challenge to provide that as you know from a footy club's point of view, and yep. and with that you know we hope Rowie can take the footy club forward with our support and that's how we need to keep evolving and changing and, and get better so yeah. Yeah, it'll be different slightly different roles for both of them um, hmm. still we'll spend time in the front half of the ground but Roe will, will spend a bit more time through the middle as well you lose someone like Dylan Clark I suppose Roe uh, helps replace that to an extent but so too does uh, a man you mentioned a little bit earlier Riley Collier-Dawkins uh, from the Richmond Footy Club. He's a, a round one draft pick, so a high-end talent, and he's a big body in the midfield for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, obviously losing Dylan and, and Kobe, they, they played a, a fair bit in the middle of the ground for us last year. So we've also had some really inter, in, internal growth as well, like Mitch Hardy um, has probably had the best preseason out of anyone in okay. our footy club, and, and he's going to play some serious minutes. We feel in the middle of the ground um, this year for us, he's, he's been probably our most consistent player out of all our match him that we've played throughout the yeah. whole of pre-season um, and in our trials. And So he's he's one with great power and speed and one that has come on in leaps and bounds throughout the pre-season. And then, like you said as well, with, with Riley Collier-Dawkins, he gives us some really good balance inside and outside. Riley's very quick as well, so and he kicks he kicks the footy well. Um, so some some nice attributes to bring into the middle of the ground for us. And then, you know, with Riley Knight and Joey Sinor and the emergence of young Adam DeLoyer as well, um, you know, who's going to play a lot of league footy for us this year, then we feel like we've got a really good collective midfield. Uh, how's Riley Collier-Dawkins going in his knee recovery? Because I know that was a little bit of a setback for him um, during the trials. Yeah, he won't play. He won't play Friday night. He's not mm-hmm. named in our in our team for round yeah. one. We want to make sure um, we get it right. He was touch and go for this week. So whether or not we play him against South Adelaide next week, you know, obviously then we've gathered mm-hmm. around and and the SNFL having having the week off made it. Yeah. it's a bit of a tricky situation because you can you can um, give him another week and he effectively has two more weeks. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll. Our focus is on this week. Riley won't play this week, and then we'll, we'll reassess it again next week. Yeah, but he's settled into the footy club well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, all the kids tell you they love the footy club. But, um, <laughs> I think I think the thing with a lot of AFL players as well is they, you know, someone like Riley, who was at a very successful environment, and I'm probably speaking on his behalf a little bit here, um, mm. you know, you go to a Richmond, they win three premierships, and, you know, he, he didn't play a lot of footy for him, um, mm. but was a, a really good club and successful club and would have learned a lot of things. But I think the thing that Riley can do now is he can he can come to our footy club and try and make it his home, you know, knowing that he's going to be a really big part of it. And, mm. you know, he'll be a big hand in helping get the club back up the ladder. You touched on Adam DeLoyer a little bit earlier. Um, how's his pre-season been? And... How's he uh, taken things, I guess, uh, after the disappointment of missing out on the AFL draft? Obviously had a, a wonderful lead-up to it and a, a great um, AFL National Under-18 campaign, being the skipper and MVP and the like. Um, yeah, how's he How's he been and how's he handled it all, Sheets? Oh, he's a fantastic young kid. Like, he's, 
um, you know, he's the way he thinks and the way he acts is well beyond his years. He's, mm. he's 18 years of age, and that's why you know he's made captain of most teams that he's played in. Um, I think there was a little bit of disappointment. He he never really showed it. I, I had a chat to him, and you know, it's it's not really disappointment from Adam. It's it's everyone, I guess, saying bad luck when you don't do it, yeah. and, and 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 everyone sort of talking about it. Where Adam just really wanted to move on. Adam's, you know, he's an he's an Eagles kid. He's highly engaged with the footy club, yeah. um, and right now his focus is is playing as much league footy as he can. And mm. you know, we see Adam one day potentially if he stays in the SNFL environment, and we hope that he doesn't for his sake. We think he's good enough to play at the next level with the attributes that he's got in mm. and around the footy, but. If he does play a Sanofel, we see him as being, you know, captain of the footy club one day and mm. you know, winning a lot of individual awards and um, playing some state footy. I mean, that's the level this kid can get to. Yeah. We've seen it over the pre-season. We've seen it in trial games. And he's a real competitor and he's, he's so clean with the footy. He's going to be a great addition um, in our league side this year. You touched on Mitch Hardy being a real rapid improver on the track. Who are some of the youngsters perhaps underneath him, like, that might have come up from your under-18s and, and the like that um, have impressed you and, and may even push for some games in the early rounds? I think if talk about sort of the ones that have been here for two or three years now, like Will Pierce is, um, you know, he's going he's gonna to take his game to a new level this year. We feel like last year he was, he played the back end of the year and we mm. want to put some time into Will. He's got some great attributes as a forward. He can... He's really competitive one-on-one and, and hates losing contests, but he also is really good in the air and on the ground, so he's one that will play in our, our front half with, you know, obviously Beattie and Zane and Rowie so, and Jake Comagiani, so we feel like we've got some good ground-level presence to be able to put pressure on the opposition and, and keep retain the ball in there and kick a score. Yep. Um, also, like Adam Deloya, obviously, on the yep. 40 for us, and then Max Litster, Luke Beacon, Zach Buck... Uh, Three that stand out immediately um, mm-hmm. in our back out in our back half that have been a really core part of that back six or seven throughout preseason and um, you know are only sort of Luke Beacon's played in the Premiership but these three kids are only sort of twelve to twenty games inside their SNFL career so they're three that you know we want um, to really progress this year and and, yeah. and help take the footy club forward and then I think in terms of players that have transitioned into the footy club young Paddy Weckett um, I think he'll play a lot of league footy again this year he's, okay. he's still eligible for the under 18s mm. young Sam Nichols has been around the mark now for a year and he's a he's a pressure forward and has been doing some really good things in the development side as well so um, yeah we feel like we've got a really good group of um, 17 to, to 20 year olds that have sort of mm. come through in the last few years to help to help the footy club Joey Sinor, the new skipper of the football club. Um, was there ever any doubt in your mind that he was the next man to assume Luke Thompson's mantle as the longest-serving skipper? No, none whatsoever. Um, Joey leads with actions first and foremost. He, mm. he speaks when um, he feels that he needs to say something and he has the full attention of players and coaches when he speaks because when he speaks, people listen. Um yeah, he's once again. You know, I think everyone knows Joey's story. He played fifty reserve games of footy before he mm-hmm. played. Um, 
league footy and you know now he's played state footy he's two-time premiership player two-time best and fairest winner um there's not much that he hasn't done but he just cares so much about this footy club yeah and you know the players can sense that and the coaches can sense it and he's yeah the perfect role model to take us forward just having a look at your fixture in the early rounds, Sheeds. Um, obviously, you got the season opener this weekend against Nord at the Parade, so that's a huge one for you. And then uh, another big one in the early rounds is uh, Anzac Eve at uh, the Bay as well against uh, the 2021 grand finalist. Um, yeah, a couple of big ones there for you early doors. They're all tough, that's for sure. So <laughs> we're, we're looking forward to it. Like we're... I guess in a little bit of a different phase um, as a footy club in in terms of, you know, what we're trying to do and, and trying to build this next really core group um, as quick as we can and let them play some footy together. And, and we're not sure what that looks like because a lot of them haven't played together for so long uh, or, you know, in terms of we, there haven't been any consistency with this group. So... We're not sure how, how it's going to look, and we've yeah. seen over the trials what it can look like when we get it right, and that's what we're really excited about. So, um, yeah, every game's going to be tough, but we feel like we're going to be a really tough opponent as well. And It's a tough competition, and it's a great competition, and I think that's the way it needs to be um, when you're playing high-level sport is, is you, want to, you want to rock into the game every week knowing um, you've got to be on your game to win the game of footy, and that's what every round of SNFL is going to look like this year. And you've got a unique situation to start the season in that uh, you won't be at Mourn Team Kia Oval until round five against Sturt due to the change room renovation. So that's a little bit of a challenge for you too. Yeah, it is. At the end of the day, we, we play on a bit of grass with some goals and the boundary <laughs> line. So, yeah, it's nice to play at home, and but it's also a great challenge and, you know... Um, great challenge for the players mindset as well to play away from home and to to um you know really set a strong scene early that doesn't matter where we play we're, we're a tough we're a tough footy club so um that's where our focus will be and that's where our focus will be in a, in a couple of nights at, at norwood oval we'll give everything and there'll be um you know i think our supporters and everyone that goes to the game on, on Friday night, we'll see hopefully a really good contested contest because I think over the journey, you know, I guess we've prided ourselves on, on being really tough and as we've seen last year, that's a clear strength of the Norwood Footy Club as well. Sheeds, thank you very much for your time. As always on Sample Radio, we do appreciate that and wishing you and the Woodville West Torrance Footy Club all the best for the 2023 Host Plus Sample League season. Good to chat, Zach. Thanks for having me, mate.